to another episode of One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of Manchester United Games. Before we dive into the review of the game, I just wanted to touch on the Paul Pogba, well, what is becoming a saga, uh, comments from his agent, uh, Mino Raiola, this week. Um, the comments were about Paul Pogba obviously wanted to leave, indication that he wanted to leave as soon as possible, that he wasn't happy. Uh, my views on it, I, I truly believe Paul Pogba at least had some knowledge of either what Viola was going to say or that he was going to say something. I believe Pogba's probably at least been in conversation, at least been feeding him some of the information, whether it's as Pogba's been saying as dramatic things as what has come out in the press, I'm not quite so sure. Um, in terms of why it was said at the time, um, it's difficult to understand. Pogba just played 45 minutes in the Premier League and been playing because of injury and poor form. Is Raiola trying to get a bigger contract out of Man United? Is he trying to drum up in uh, interest from other teams around Europe because very few teams have got the money to purchase Paul Pogba? Um, has a deal been done? I'm not really sure. I think it could be any of those. I think there's a strong possibility, if I had to hazard a guess, that actually Raiola's trying to drum up a bit of business um, and a bit of interest for Pogba. I think maybe the indication of Juventus probably want him, but whether they can afford him is going to be a big stumbling block. And I wonder whether the two Spanish giants really deep down want him and certainly probably can't afford to spend big money and big wages on a player. So I think it is potentially about drumming up the interest. And like I say, Paul Pogba played the first played sort of first time in the Premier League for a little while and um scored a goal in the Premier League. So maybe that was the time to sort of try and get him back in the spotlight to to drum up that interest. So on to the game itself. Uh United needed a point in Germany to go through the group a point a win would have would do them um, they picked a, a team with a back five I know there's a lot of debate around Man United fans around TV pundits whether they should have gone with a back five um, a lot of it in hindsight um, some fans did voice concerns beforehand um, which is fair enough I'm not a lover of the back five well I do understand why he went with a back five United have been conceding goals all over the shop recently and, and, he prob and Solskjaer probably thought maybe a back five would be a bit more solid, a bit more solidity about it. Um, in fact, as they started, they've you could say it was deja vu. United's performance today, um, the fact that United always start poorly, have started poorly and then come on stronger later in games, it, it was such sort of what they've been doing but in terms of the formation I would say the two early goals had very little to do with formation more than to just really really poor defending um, the first goal particularly in terms of 
Wan-Bissaka was, was technically meant to be the wing-back at that point. Um, however, he was tucked in tighter than uh, you would say a full-back. And it was just a really, really poor mistake uh, from Wan-Bissaka at the back post. But it was also poor to let the ball be played in down the right-hand side. You know, it just made it easy in midfield for Leipzig to get through. Um, very similar to the second goal, overload of the back post. You've got your left wing back tucked right in. You've got three centre-halves, which don't seem to be doing anything. Scott McTominay, they tucked in into the box as well. And there was still an overload at the back post. Not convinced it. it's purely down to the formation. I think that's just really poor, sloppy play by the team and individual decisions. Um, you could say that about the third goal that uh, Leipzig scored as well. Again, no real ability to stop the ball into the box. Um, Harry Maguire, why he doesn't clear, why he leaves it is beyond me. Um, I think David De Gea will get most of the blame, but I really do not understand why Harry Maguire has not just smashed that ball out of play. I, it will confuse me forever. And David De Gea has just been weak. And that sort of is David De Gea in that respect. He's very nervous coming off his line never forceful enough I do think that other goalkeepers would have quite easily claimed that ball with their hands but if they didn't claim it with their hands they would have just smashed the ball out of play they were the goalkeeper's favourite David De Gea was favourite for that and that third goal just shouldn't have happened and Harry Maguire and David De Gea both have to take responsibility for that poor mistakes and then at 3-0 the game's gone but like I say, deja vu, as United always do. They then rally a little bit, get two goals. Um, and you just wonder whether they can get back into it. And actually, almost an own goal in the last few seconds almost bought the, the goal that they needed. And United, from as horrendous as they were for the first 45 minutes, conceding chance after chance and being opened up and ripped apart. Second half... After a slowish start, they did create chances. Second half, there were quite a lot of chances. United hit the bar, but there were other chances in there. Um, and that's the way they are. They're almost going forward, quite a dangerous looking outfit, but defensively, they are so, so poor. Like I said, this game was very symptomatic of the last two or three Premier League games. Uh, also, the last game in Europe against PSG in terms of they went behind, they got back in it, went behind United get start game so so slowly. The amount of goals they concede early on, the amount of chances they concede in first halves. Um you do wonder what the issue is, why they come out so poorly and so sloppily. because um, a lot of it is sloppily. I've said it before, I do think United miss some leadership in the team. Uh, you concede after a minute and a half for five or ten minutes. It's the old adage of quiet in the crowd, keep the ball, pass it between your two centre halves if you have to. Um, and I know teams press high now, but that does give opportunity to get in behind team. But United have got absolutely zero game management. Nobody that or no leaders that can calm the game down. United went one down and have gone behind in games and conceded chances early on 
And then they just keep making the same mistakes, keep conceding possession sloppily, keep conceding round, and nobody actually does anything to change it. There's no in-game management. Um, and that's very difficult for the manager to manage, per se, in-game management. Although, I think Solskjaer has made mistakes in terms of playing a back five against Leipzig. It, it's a, a systemic problem across the team, really, and across the whole club at the moment. I would also say there's, there's quite a lot of individual errors at the moment, um, both in Premier League games and the Champions League games. There's defensive mistakes at the back, but also the lack of protection. Uh, Solskjaer, I don't think, really wants to play with two holding midfielders. Most of the big clubs do not play with two holding midfielders, but United having to do it because they're so poor at the back and so poor defensively in midfield. And I think the midfield has to take some responsibility. Matic and McTominay, yes, last night just had very, very little influence for the first 45 minutes. Had no way of stopping Leipzig through midfield were overrun, completely dominated. And you just wonder why, how they've been completely outrun. And especially three centre-halves, two holding midfielders, two wing-backs, and they're still getting overrun in those areas. It's it's really quite concerning. Um, and I think some of that comes from a disconnect as a team as a whole. Um, United half-heartedly press from the front, then there's a big gap to the midfield and the defence, and it's, it feels like there's no cohesion in terms of pressing high together or dropping off together. There's, there's big spaces, so they, they sort of get caught in a halfway house. There's no sprint into the ball, and that doesn't happen until the game is away from them. They're one down, they're two down, which is a bit of a pain because... In terms of going forward, they do look dangerous when they do actually get the ball and start chasing. They are really, really cutting edge and create a lot of chances. They only scored two against Leipzig last night. But like I say, they hit the bar. They had two or three really, really good opportunities apart from that. And it does make you think if only they could get some cohesion defensively and in midfield, then what they could actually do and, and that is the consistency and I do truly believe that maybe they do need to look for a, a holding midfielder that's got more capabilities and a centre half and maybe bringing that back round to the Paul Pogba point at the beginning he wants to leave do we need that Paul Pogba who is more creative going forward would we be better served to bring in somebody in replacement as more of a holding midfielder more your, your Kante from Chelsea type player who's going to offer us that protection and then the centre-half that, that we do desperately need. But like I say, I'm not convinced it's all down to just personnel. I do believe that there is a problem with the cohesion of the pressing and the spread of the team. It's too easy to pick United off. <laughs> So thank you once again for listening to One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of Manchester United Games.